I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's a lot of freaking dead people. How are you sleeping at night? I don't. It wants to take them down there and mutilate them. It feels like someone's going to come out and get me. Do you think she's in danger? Yes, I do. He had a very dark past. This thing can possess you. I am scared to death to be down here right now. There's real monsters. She said that we'll meet them. They're being watched. My name is Amy Allen. This thing likes death. I see dead people. This thing's like a monster. I speak to dead people. And he's pissed off now. And they speak to me. His head was cracked. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. This guy was murdered. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve Bishavi. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. I cannot help you unless I know the whole story. And I know every person, every house I see. You saw her? It's my job to reveal them. Why would you stay here? But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. Stop it. We uncover if it's safe for you to stay. I want to know the truth. I want to know what's happening. Or time to get out. I told you there were ghosts in this house. Amy and I conduct our investigation separately. I interview witnesses and research the history of a location. While Amy communicates with those on the other side. At the end, we'll get together and reveal our findings to the clients. I'm in Garrett, Indiana, an old railroad town just outside of Fort Wayne. I got a call from a young girl named Leah. She says she desperately needs our help. She told me that her and her new husband just moved into their first home and that things got so weird so fast, she's afraid to be in the house alone. Before Amy arrives, I look for anything that could influence her findings. This house has a lot of personal photographs, so it's important I remove them all. Once the location is cleared, Amy can begin her walk. As I approach this location, dead people are already surrounding me. They are warning me of something evil and to stay away. 
there's a lot of freaking uh, dead people. They all uh, were around the van. And the two dead people that are standing are both adults, a male and a female. The male, he's wearing a bowler cap and he has a pocket watch. And there's a woman who's standing behind him and she is falling apart, but it's this guy's fault, whatever happened. I don't trust him. So Leah, why don't you tell me what's going on? We just got married last year. We've just bought this house. It was our dream house, but I am scared to be here. So Leah, tell me some of the things that are happening. I am hearing things. Stuff is touching us. We're seeing things. We can't sleep at night. I won't even go into the basement because it scares me so bad. My family won't even come over. We really want to start a family, but I am not comfortable raising kids in a house that I'm afraid to be in. So what about your husband, Rudy? He does not believe in any of this. I feel like I'm alone, and he gets kind of frustrated because he doesn't want me to be worrying about something that he doesn't think is real. Do you know anything about the house? I know there was this couple that lived here in the 1800s. I believe he got killed on the job, and I think they had his funeral in my living room. What did he do, do you know? I believe he worked on the railroad. Okay. Not too welcoming. It's doesn't want me to go in. It. This is like ridiculously bad. Okay, you okay? Yeah. Just hold my hand. I want me. What is it about this basement that creeps you out? What's going Terror. on? Terror. I am scared to death to be down here right now. Even with me right now? You know the feeling when you, someone's watching you? Okay. You can't see them, but you know they're there. I feel like eyes on me. Okay, so you feel like somebody's looking at you. All right, why don't we get out of here, okay? That sounds like a good idea. Come on. I hear yelling, lots of cursing. I feel really dizzy. I feel really uh, anxious, uh, panicked. There's uh, lots of people. There's something down here that uh, draws them in. There's an old man who's wandering around, lost. Definitely, there's the entrances down here. What do you mean? Uh, where they're coming in. What's coming in? Death. All right, Leah, why are we in this room? What's going on? I was sitting on the couch. Um, it was late night. I just got home from school. And out of the corner of my eye, I see a woman standing there. I turn my head really fast and look, 
and all I see is the corner of her blue dress that she wears, like, flit around the corner. And there's a wall there. How can someone walk through a wall? Can you describe her to me? I would say she's about 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, she had three-quarter length sleeves and an apron that came only halfway up. Hey, what time period would you say? Late 1800s. Okay. I feel like there's so much, like, wrong here. This, uh, woman, she is confused. She walks through the walls, and she wants to live in them, but she can't. Can you describe her? She is white, has long hair. She has very small features. She's short. Jeez, this place makes me dizzy, man. Just last week, I seen her again. I was laying in bed one night, and I just had the urge to look at the doorway. And I seen a woman standing there. She was just looking at me. How are you sleeping at night? I don't. I think she's mad because this is her house. You think she's dangerous? Yeah. Does this woman that you've been seeing around, does she interact with the living in any way? Yes. She tries to help them. She says, well, I cry a lot. I, I, I'm crying a lot. I don't know if they're afraid of that. I don't know if that scares them, my noises. She thinks they're afraid of her. What is she trying to protect the living from? She says, there's real monsters. What does that mean? She said that we'll meet them. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. She says there's real monsters. She said that we'll meet them. Oh, me. Okay. This is how this thing is getting in. What thing? This nasty thing. Looks like a freaking monster. And then it's looking, it's looking for the people. 
It wants to take them into the basement. Why? It wants to take them down there and like chop them up and mutilate them. So Rudy, I was talking to your wife Leah and she was explaining all the stuff that's going on in the house. What about yourself? Have you experienced anything? I don't really believe in all that stuff. Your wife's pretty freaked out. I mean, she's she's scared to be here. How do you feel about that? I mean, you don't seem too concerned about it. Well, there's really not much I can do about it if there is anything here. Rudy, let me ask you something. Have you experienced anything paranormal in this house? Anything unusual? I don't sleep very well. I have nightmares sometimes. Is there a pattern? Is it the same nightmare? Most of it's just like I'm falling or I'm getting ready to die. So what kind of experience would living people have in this room? They would see something on the ceiling, like maybe black mist or a blob shadow, but it just moves, you know what I'm saying? And uh, also they would see this thing come up from, from underneath the bed and like be here. So when that's happening, what are they experiencing? Nightmares. There was one night I was sleeping in bed for a couple hours and all of a sudden I felt something touch me and it woke me up. Were you in bed with your wife? Or you... No, she wasn't home yet. So you were alone? Yeah. That didn't freak you out? It did at first, but after a while, it was just something I put off. Right. I looked up and there was nothing there, so I went back to sleep. Did you tell Leo about this? Yeah, which obviously was a big mistake. In my experience, it's obvious when someone downplays an incident to protect the loved one. And in this case, Rudy is doing just that. What if Amy turned around and told you, listen, I, I can't fix what's going on here. It's only going to get worse. You need to move. Would you move? It'd be hard because I love this house. Yeah. Well, It'd take a lot of convincing. Okay. Something's in bed with them. What? This thing. This thing is in bed with them? Yeah. It's just like this blackness. It's gotten in the bed. Just lays there, freaks them the out. I spoke to your sister. Mm -hmm. She told me about the things that are happening in the house, and she's pretty frightened. Yeah. Okay. She said that you've had some experiences in there. I have. I was sleeping over in the guest bedroom. And every 30 minutes, I would wake up feeling like someone was staring at me from the doorway. So you're pretty uncomfortable going into the house? I'm very uncomfortable going to her house. Are you worried about your sister? I am worried about my sister. I'm afraid for her safety, and there could really be something here, and it could really be harmful. I'm very uncomfortable walking through this house with the creature and the shadow figure lurking in the upstairs bedrooms. But the sad woman is begging me to stay. She wants me to witness the evil here. This woman, she wants to help, but she can't. There's these things here that she doesn't want here because they want to do harm. 
This thing doesn't want me here, man. It's like with me bad. What is it doing? It's uh, squeezing my liver and my kidneys. So I feel it. I've reached out to Leah's father, Steve. I asked him to meet me at the house, but he says he's too scared. So I'm going to meet him at a local restaurant and see if I can find out what this is all about. Steve, what's the story with the house that you won't go in? It's a bad feeling when you walk in the door. Have you seen anything in the house? We went over to feed the dogs one night. Leah and Rudy were gone. I walk into the living room, and I says, is there anybody here? Make some noise if you're here. And immediately it was taps on the table. Okay. Now, have you been back since? No. Your daughter's pretty scared. I know she is. I mean, her husband just seems a little cavalier about how his attitude is towards the whole thing. Does that bother you at all? Yes, it bothers me because I worry about her. Have you spoke to him about this? Yes, we have. Spoke to him that it's important and that she could be harmed. Do you think she's in danger? She could be. This thing can go in your body and it can, like, possess you. Now it's like grabbing, trying to get my heart here. Yeah. It's gonna make me sick. This thing is like really attacking me. This shadow figure is so powerful that it feels like it's twisting my insides and my body is struggling to fight it off. Can you do leave no, for a minute? No, I gotta get this. I am so not gonna vomit. You can f off. So far, all I've got in this case is a scared newlywed whose own family is afraid to visit her due to the activity in the house. I'm hoping the newspaper archives at the local library might have some leads. During my research, I found that a guy named Ralph used to own the property and he passed away last year from a stroke. His obituary says he worked at a local hardware store. So I'm going to head over there and see if anybody knows about it. Conducted an investigation in a house in the neighborhood. I came across the name of a guy named Ralph, who passed away last year. Did you know him? Knew him well. Do you have a photo of him? Oh, I have several. Okay. Here's one. Okay. What were the circumstances of his stroke? He had it in the house. He was up in the bedroom. He had fallen and, you know, it was some hours later before someone came in to find him. Did he have uh, health issues to begin with? He'd had a heart attack six or seven years prior to that, but beyond that, he was a very healthy guy. When he had the heart attack, did he have to have surgery or anything? He had to have a triple bypass, but uh, he bounced back really quick and was back to work within months. I don't even like this yard. It's making me upset. What is upsetting you? There's like a male who, there's something with the heart. Like a male having a heart attack here. I feel it's like fairly recent. Also like something with maybe, uh, like I don't know if the heart's causing like little strokes. Some 
something, something with the heart and strokes or something like this. The info I got at the hardware store was helpful. But Leah had mentioned a funeral for a railroad worker that took place in her living room a long time ago. So I'm going to speak with a local historian. If there's any truth to Leah's claims, he'll know all about it. Were you able to find anything out about this information I gave you with this house? Yes. Ed Hammers, who was killed by 150 tons worth of train on August of 1918. And back in the early 1900s, you would have your bodily remains in the house for your people to come and pay their last respects for you. Okay, so the story is true as far as him getting killed by the train and him being waked in the house. Right. If you looked at Ed Hammer's work record with the railroad, it wasn't the best in his 22 years. He has several things that were brought up against him. Like what? Well, if you look at this book right here, most of the guys that would work 30-some years on the railroad, they would have one or two paragraphs maybe here. Right. Ed worked 22 years on the railroad. As you see, he had one full page and part of the next page. Other than his work problems that he had, what kind of a guy was he? Do you know anything about him? Well, he had a very dark past. One month after he died, another wife showed up and went after his estate. Oh, man. That must have been a mess. <laughs> what? What's she likes to be in this area. Something terrible, terrible. The sad lady I encountered earlier is hiding in the stairwell. Her depression is overwhelming as horrifying images of her past begin flashing through my mind. Someone is calling her a slut and smacking her. This guy, he's in his 40s dark brown hair. Uh, he's a laborer, kind of a big guy, screaming, you're a liar, you liar, shit. This chick getting hit again. I feel sick again. I feel like fear is everywhere here. But like way back fear, way back fear, 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 fear. Like, ah, very scared, very scared. So it turns out two grieving wives fought over the property I'm investigating. It was a huge case at the time. I'm meeting with a local lawyer who agreed to explain how the case turned out. So I understand this is the courtroom where this estate trial took place between this guy Ed Hammer's two wives. Yes, it is, yeah. First of all, how's he wind up with two wives? Well, he was married to Susan Hammers and had three children. In fact, here's an old photograph of Susan. So this is his first wife? That's his first wife, Susan. Okay. They had three children together. He deserted them. In today's uh, parlance, he'd be a deadbeat dad. Okay. He was arrested for failure to pay child support on the kids that he deserted. He met this woman who was working at the jail named Carrie and uh, fell in love with Carrie. Once he was out of jail, he decided to get married to her. How does his first wife find out about him dying and having another wife? I believe that Susan Hammers, his first wife, uh, learned of the death of Edward Hammers in the newspaper. So she hired her own counsel to claim what she thought was rightfully hers. Okay, so now they had the trial here. Correct. And then Carrie uh, hired actually my great-grandfather to distribute the rest of the estate to her. 
this, uh, this woman, she feels so lost. She, like, cries loudly, wailing, and I think something about the children. This sad woman is following me throughout the walk. I'm convinced she wants to help the living here, but can't let go of her past. She was uh, depressed in life, very much so. Do you have any idea why? I don't think she had like a very good marriage. So I don't think she was ever really happy. What happened at the trial? I mean, how did it turn out? Susan, I think, got all of the damages from an insurance claim. Carrie got the house and part of the personal property. Carrie resided in that home for a few years, lost it uh, for failure to pay real estate taxes. And all I know now is that she's buried next to Edward Hammers and Garrett. During my walk, I encountered many entities. So I had a sketch artist draw the most prominent two. First, the sad woman. She's very thin. She has light brown, sandy blonde hair. What about the shapes around her eyes? Does she have like heavy lids? Her Her lids are like the top lid is um, like barely there. And what about the the shape of her nose? Does she have a short? Any scars? Not that I could see. Next, I described the bizarre scene involving the dark shadow figure. There's this entity that is in the bed. I want to just show the female laying down. Amy, is this what you saw? Yes. Now that Amy and I have completed our investigations, we're ready to reveal our findings to each other and our clients for the first time. The reason we got called in is... um, Leah and Rudy here are newlyweds. They bought the house a little over a year ago, but she's had a lot of experiences and she's going through hell. There's even parts of the house she won't even go into. Rudy doesn't buy into it so much, but they want to start a family and they need to know if it's going to be okay or not. Leah's dad, Steve, won't even come into the house. That's why we're doing the reveal in the garage. With that, I'm going to have Amy start and tell us a little bit about her walk. So the first person that I encountered was an older man. Either he had a heart attack first or it was a stroke and a heart attack. Like, it was something with the heart and a stroke. And this was recent. You know, Amy, it sounds like the guy you're talking about uh, is this guy, Ralph, who lived here right before you guys bought the house. He passed away from a stroke. But he had a heart attack six years prior to the stroke, so maybe seven years ago. I mean, you picked up a stroke and a heart attack. Yes. I saw him in the basement, and he's kind of just lost down there. What else? When I was walking up the stairs to the second floor, and this was just residual, I saw this guy um, beating his wife, like a big guy, probably construction labor, and she was screaming and crying. Someone is calling her a slut and smacking her, 
screaming, you're a liar, you You said like a construction guy? Yeah. That sounds a lot like the guy that bought this house in 1896, this guy, Edward Hammers. Now, you know the trains. He was a brakeman. I looked at his record, and he had a page and a half of infractions. He wasn't a good guy at, by any account. Ironically, walking on the trains, he was crushed, the train back onto him. I'm wondering if this could be the guy you saw? Yeah. So what else happened during your walk? I went into the laundry room, and this woman comes out. And it was kind of hard to see her because she was a little translucent. She was sad, really, really, really sad, and really lonely and really lost. So she kind of just carried that sadness into death. I think she was from about 1871. I have seen this lady also. I can see her hair, and she's wearing a long dress. She scares the crap out of me. You know, there's a lot more to the story with this guy, Ed Hammers. When he died, a little secret came out. He left a wife and his kids in uh, Pennsylvania. Just left them. Wind up marrying another woman who he lived here with. This is his first wife right here, actually. This is um, Susan. That's kind of weird. Why? Well, do you want to see the sketch? I don't see Amy's sketch, so it's going to be the first time I'm seeing it. You know what? You guys take a look. That is who I saw. What do you think? Is this the woman you saw? Yes. Even though she lived in Pennsylvania, she wanted this house. It was, she considered it her property. She fought for this house as part of the lawsuit between her and the second wife. She was going to take all his property. I mean, is that possible for somebody that lived in another state to be attached to another location? Well, yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Why? She never resolved the pain from that. Sometimes, if we don't process things during life and let it go, it can come back to haunt us. Because she never dealt with it, she fractured. And so this piece of her at this time is stuck in a place that she desired. So now that you saw this sketch, do you still think nothing's going on here? Well, like I told you before, it's going to take some convincing, and it's kind of convincing. Okay. What else? I went into the basement, and I started feeling a lot of panic anxiety, and I just felt horrible. And there are a lot of dead people down there. And it seemed like there was some type of an entrance for these dead people down there. There's something down here that uh, draws them in. What do you mean? Uh, where they're coming in. Come in from where? Death. It explains why it feels like I'm being stared at while I'm down there. It explains the feeling I get when I walk in the door. I can feel that. When I went upstairs, I went into the first bedroom, and I felt this thing come in through the window. I just felt like it was, it was negative. 
Then I went into the second room, and there I saw, like, this shadowy figure come out from under the bed, and then it climbed into the bed. What I got was that that they were causing nightmares. They can enter people's bodies fairly easily. It was like squeezing my liver and my kidneys, and it was trying to work its way up to my heart. And at that point, I told it to get out. I was sleeping, and I felt like something was holding me or pressing me down. But I figured I was just sleeping, and when I woke up, I brushed my arm. Really? That sort of thing. So I did do a sketch of the main bedroom and what I saw in there. That's how I sleep. Is that the position you sleep in? Yeah. Well, it is a little creepy. That is the side of the bed she sleeps on. And the shadow thing is right next to her. I'm not going to sleep in my bed tonight. Could this girl be Leah? Yeah. Could be. <laughs> Can we take a break? <sighs> scary. They're gonna show us how to fix it. I think you get rid of it. Oh, they will. We might move our bedroom downstairs. You okay? Yeah, sorry. It's okay. It's overwhelming. So here's the deal. You have something in the basement that's attracting dead people into the house. And I felt that, that they were coming from some type of sacred or holy ground, like a cemetery. You have Ralph in the basement who needs help. Um, you also have uh, her here uh, stuck in you know, not a really great state. Then you have the two negative entities. Okay, so with all these dead people hanging out, right? The monster thing can take the ones who feel bad about themselves and he takes them down in the basement and he mutilates them. This thing would very much like to do this to the living as well. That's its goal. Well, it's been a long night. You've seen the results of the investigation. And the reason you called us in is because you need to know if it's safe for you guys to stay here as well as to try to start a family. So with that, I'm going to turn that over to Amy for some answers. I think there's a way that this can be resolved. What you guys will be doing is a step-by-step -step process of releasing the dead that are here who think they're trapped, but they're really not. So the first thing you're going to do is set up a boundary in the basement. These special herbs and candles and holy water that I have, they are for protection and severe banishment. And then you're going to go through a process of releasing all of these dead, just telling them you can go. We're giving you the power to leave. That's going to be the, the initial phase. So with step two, you're going to go upstairs, and each of you in each room, you're going to do the same thing. Make a protective boundary, but it's going to be around the bed. And then you're going to take this. What is that? It's called tar water. 
This is very, very potent stuff uh, from New Orleans. Tar water dates back to medieval times and is often used in voodoo practices. It consists of pine tar, water, and other ritualistic medicines. Go through the house and put one drop in each room. What this means is that no dead person, even the nice ones, are going to be able to remain. Nothing will ever be able to enter your house again. I never, never use this stuff because I personally really like dead people. But I feel in this case, this, this is something that needs to be done. That's it. No more dead people, okay? So you gotta make me a promise that you're gonna do what she tells you. Absolutely. Probably in less than 12 hours. Okay. How are you feeling now about all this stuff? Well, helps her relax and let's do it. I'm glad we can get rid of those things. I really hope Leah and Rudy follow my advice and rid their home of the entities lurking inside. If they do, it should set the dead free and allow them to begin a family in peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.